Hey everyone, so this is Rahul here and a very warm welcome back to QTalks, the quest for the adventure of learning and knowing through stories. And in our life, we evolve, we grow, and the most important part is we learn through whatever we go through. So talking about that, today we are having Kevin here on the show with us. He is the CFO, founder, and co-host of Next Level University, a global top 100 self-improvement podcast with more than 1,000 episodes and 600K plus listeners in over 125 countries. You are most welcome on QTalks, Kevin. Thank you for having me, my friend. I am excited to chat and see where we go. I am really glad that you are here and I'm looking forward to dive more into your story. But before we dive more into the work you are doing at the moment, can we look your unique story until now in the retrospective? How it has absolutely now? Yeah. Uh, so my story starts when I am a young boy and I'm a young boy who realizes that he is raised by his mother and his grandmother and there is no dad around. And as I continue living my life, I realized that my dad left me when I was young and I eventually, 27 years later, had the opportunity to meet that person. But the reason I start my story there is because I think that's where a lot of my inspiration, a lot of my motivation, and a lot of my identity comes from, feeling like the underdog. I really feel like I felt like the underdog for most of my life. Grew up in a lower middle class family. Um, we never went hungry. We always had food on the table. I'm grateful for that. But there wasn't necessarily a push for higher education in my family because most of my family hadn't gone to college. So after high school, all of my friends were filling out their applications for colleges and they're all getting into colleges. I knew college wasn't for me. I didn't know what I wanted to do, Rahul, but I knew I didn't want to go to college. So all my friends go off to college and I am in the town that I went to high school in pumping gas at a local gas station. And all my friends are out partying and what looks like living their dreams. And here I am working 40 hours a week, getting a paycheck and just trying to figure out what I'm going to do in my life. And from there, I really job hopped a lot. I, I worked at a gas station. I was a personal trainer. I cleaned floors and bathrooms at a hospital. I drove a forklift. I drove a truck. I was on the fire department for a very short time. But eventually, I got this unique opportunity to do something in the weatherization industry. So it was our job to go into state and government buildings and make them more energy efficient. So that's what we did. We worked in big buildings, schools, town halls, fire departments. But I worked on the road. We were always on the road. So when I was 25, I had been at this, this company for a few years. One day, my girlfriend came to me and said, hey, I want to move to California and I want to chase my dreams. And we lived on the, the East Coast. We lived in New Hampshire at the time. And I gave her every reason in the world, Rahul, why she shouldn't do it. I was scared of being left behind. I just, I didn't understand that you could chase your dreams and accomplish that. I d it didn't make any sense to me. So she ended up leaving me and she went and chased her dreams. That is exactly what she should have done. But for me, this was a rock bottom moment where, I looked in the mirror and I didn't like who I was. I didn't like the fact that I tried to hold somebody back from their dreams. I felt like I was broken. I was anxious. I was depressed. I was insecure. So I started leaning into self-improvement. 
That's when I first discovered self-improvement. And I said, oh, I can actually change the way I think. Interesting. Okay, let me try this. I worked really hard on myself for the next year. And that next year, I ended up getting a promotion. And I was a foreman at this company I was working at. So my goal that year was to make as much money as humanly possible. I, I was on the road for 10 months out of the 12 months, living in hotels every single week, living out of my suitcase, but I was making good money and that's all I cared about. We get to the end of that year. I open up my final pay stub and I made $100,000 at 26 with no college degree. But I remember when I opened my pay stub and I looked at it, nothing changed. I still felt broken. I still felt insecure. I felt like I was lacking confidence. I felt anxious. I was depressed. And I realized that for most of my life, I had been living unconsciously, just kind of gliding through life. The opposite of unconscious is hyperconscious. So I started a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. And that became my passion project. I loved doing it. I loved having conversations with my friends and people I would have on about deep topics. But now having this podcast, it made it really hard for me to go to work because I didn't care about my job because I didn't care about the money anymore. I wanted to podcast and I called out of work. I would show up late. I'd leave the job site early and it was just draining me. I was burning the candle at both ends and I just, I didn't want to do it anymore. So one day I was six hours from home in New Jersey, getting ready to go to work that day. My alarm goes off at 5.15. I wake up. I sit up, I slide to the edge of this hotel bed. And the best way to explain it is there's 10 televisions on in my head at the same time. And every single one is on a different station. And one is saying, I know you want to leave this job, but you're stuck here forever. You're never going to make $100,000 anywhere else. If you do leave, what will your friends think? What will your family think? And do you really think you can be a successful podcaster? That's not going to happen. And in that moment, I felt that if I was to take my life, I would take my problems with me. Luckily, I have a wonderful friend and business partner who I messaged and I said, hey, I'm really struggling. I'm having these thoughts. I don't, I don't know what to do. And he said, well, Kev, you've changed so much over the last couple of years, but your environment hasn't changed that much. I think it's time for you to change your environment. So three or four months later, I left my job. I went full time into what we're doing today. And then I began the journey of being a very, very broke entrepreneur for the next two and a half years. Um, but it ended up working out in amazing ways. And now here we are doing what we're doing, but it has been an interesting journey to say the least. And when I left and started this journey, it was harder than anything I had ever experienced in my life. So I don't want people to think I left my job and here we are today. This was harder than the first 25 years of my life by far, but also way more fulfilling. Thanks a lot for sharing that journey. And this journey for sure is inspirational and motivation, right? Why inspirational? Because the very first thing is like I found in your journey when you were telling about feeling this essence at the 25 years of age that I need to change something in my life. And that inspiration needs to come from inside. And then the motivational part, because if someone else see this story from the outside, and you went on to pursue what you really wanted to do and texting that friend that morning and then taking the action of leaving the job, which you are not fulfilling you 100% and going on on the path, which was not paved completely and then paving it 
is really a motivational thing and the thing here is like the questions which come to my mind now is that at the age of 25 when you decided that you want to change yourself by looking into the mirror right one thing is like we are sir so for 25 years you were having certain kind of mindset you were having certain kind of thinking can you please put more light on that like how difficult i'm sure it was difficult for you to change this mindset at the age of 25 and also to change it so quickly it's nothing like blink of a eye right we need no. the consistency there we need the passes and there so can you please yeah. put more light on that particular part of your journey of course yeah i believe that the reason it happened at that time in my life is because that's when the pain was actually great enough for me to make a change i think humans we need necessity to facilitate change and at that point that was the most pain i had felt i i thought this was going to be somebody i might marry i really thought like this was the last relationship i'm going to have and it ended up going way off the rails so for me i realized this i think this was the important distinction every relationship i've ever had before this has failed and i am at fault in some way shape or form and when i realized that it was like okay well if i work on myself then my relationships will improve but what else will improve that's really what it was for me Rahul is I realize that if I work on me everything else around me will change. And that was the simplest form of the new awareness that I had and what I think the beauty of it was and to your point it did not happen overnight it happened it happened every night right it doesn't happen one day it happens every day. I remember one of the one of the realizations I had was the things that are scaring me that I'm not willing to do are holding me back the most. So one of my biggest fears at the time was being rejected by a woman. Mm-hmm. I just I hate rejection, I think most people do. So one day I said, "You know what? I'm going to be very brave today. This is going to be very important. This is looking back, this was such an impactful day for me." I said, "I'm going to go to the mall and I'm just going to start talking to women." That's it. I don't I'm not going to ask anybody out, but I'm just going to start having conversations with women. And one day I went I got my I got my hair done, I got nice clothes and I went to the mall. and i started having conversations with women and i remember for me that started to shift the mindset of just because you're scared doesn't mean you can't try just because you're afraid doesn't mean it's not possible those were some of the biggest impacts or impactors for me that that happened and this is the interesting thing i try to do something that scares me every day and i've tried to do that every day for the last five years and i literally at one point was tracking how many fears have i chased that's something i would do every day is like okay what's one fear i can chase today and that's what has helped me get to where i am so the consistency you're talking about it's how consistently can you get just outside of your comfort zone it doesn't mean you have to jump out of an airplane every day but like what is that next thing for you that can help you reformat fear is not necessarily a bad thing or fear is not a stoplight maybe fear is the yield sign not a stop sign or a red light that really has helped me reframe my mind in many different ways yeah you have put it like really well and i put it in a way in this way that fear 
is how we predict our feeling at that particular moment right mm. it can be a fear which can be negative fear and which can be positive fear as well if we get a negative fear then we are going down our energy level and we are putting ourselves as a victim mode and if this fear is in the positive mode then we are putting ourselves in a fighting state or as a fighter mode and trying to overcome this challenge whatever we are having in our life right at that particular moment and the change is not with a blink of an eye it's consistency and we need to be perseverance there mm. and it's really important and that's like really well you have said like when we go through some relationships or the hard part of the relationships which really break us from inside there are like the two options like sometimes we get like really down and we are like okay now can't do anything and then getting more on the negative slope or there is another option which you have done that going on the positive slope and working on yourself day by day and it's it's really needs courage to do that and how how it was like for example after that uh it has been like how many years now and what are the differences which you feel in yourself at the moment the work which you are doing at the moment compared to that particular particular moment when your girlfriend at that time said to you to move towards the western coast and also your job can you please compare both the days yeah uh that was 8 years ago which is just mind blowing that it was that long ago but yeah i think it was it was 7 or 8 years ago when that initially happened and that version of kev was very much a, a control freak who were, who required certainty because i was so uncertain of myself and i was miserable at work i wasn't fulfilled i wasn't happy with life i was very directionless and i would just go from one shiny thing to the next shiny thing to the next shiny thing there was no purpose there was no mission and now it's very much and this is weird it's it's weird for me to to actually have this now is my my normal but now it's number 1 just because you're not there yet doesn't mean you can't be there and you trying something new and failing is actually a good thing because you're getting a result you never would have gotten if you didn't take the effort that you're taking those two things are very weird for me it's weird for me to feel that internally that well you know that episode didn't go super well but it's not the end of the world that whatever that is the understanding that what happens today it matters but it's not the end of the road whether you hit the lottery or you lose everything it's not the end of the road like there is a tomorrow that you can make a change in so understanding that the future can be brighter than it is now is something that is very weird for me and it still hasn't like fully set as normal I don't know if you can tell by the way I'm explaining it but yeah I would say that's one of the biggest differences and also having I think I've always had low self-worth. I've never felt good about myself. I've let people walk all over me in my past, especially in my relationships. And now understanding that I've worked really 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 hard on myself as a human being 
and I'm a valuable person. I can bring value to a room. I can think, bring value to clients, whatever it is. That's really helped me a lot. I think that's one of the biggest issues in the world is people either have, I think everybody's self-worth is off. They either are lower than it should be or it's higher than it should be. And I think we just need to figure out what our accurate real level is. And I think that would help a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because our self-worth gives us confidence and gives us the power which comes from inside, right? And most mm -hmm. of the time, what we do as a human being is trying to pivot this uh, confidence and self-worth outside somewhere, depending on appreciation or the judgment or the comments of the people. But that should be other way around. It should be inside us. And when it's inside us, we are a different kind of person with full of positive energy and at a different energy level and walking there. And then all the things comes together then at the end, because now we are, we are not pivoting ourselves to somewhere else. And then the graph is going down. Now it's depending on all the things on us. And then it's all up to us how we can enhance it. And then the people understand the worth of that. Mm. So now shifting the gear a bit now. So the work which you're doing at the moment. So this next level university, can you please put more light on that? What it is exactly? What is your goal over there? And what is your future dream and the vision in a way? Yeah, our mission at Next Level University is to put self-improvement in the pocket of every human on the planet every day for free. That's really, like I said, our goal is to do an episode, a value-packed episode on holistic self-improvement every single day. So that's the big part of our our business is the podcast. But under the podcast, we have a bunch of different coaching options for people where you know it's group coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching. Our ultimate goal is to help people with their holistic self-improvement. So health, wealth, life, and love. There's a lot of people out there who can help you make more money. There's a lot of people who might be able to help you in a relationship, or they might be able to help you with mental health and physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. But there isn't necessarily a place where you can get it all. There's not necessarily a place where you can level everything up at the same time. And that's our goal. I don't want to be wealthy and single. I don't want to be wealthy and unhealthy. I would like to have it all, and I'm willing to work for it all. And that's our community, people who don't want just one thing. So our ultimate goal is to bring holistic self-improvement to the masses and make self-improvement not only acceptable, but accessible. That's our ultimate goal. And, and that's what we're doing every day. And I'm blessed because at one point that was just a dream. So I'm very blessed that I get to, to live my dream every day. And some days I have to pinch myself because it's like, oh, you just, you're recording episodes all day. That's, that's your job today. Okay, cool. That's really a wonderful job you are having because yeah. you are serving lots of people out there. Mm -hmm. And as we were talking off the recording before that science and the social science and the work which you are doing comes under the social science, which is really important because most of the time we are only thinking about the professional life, paying the checks and blah, blah, blah. But we don't have much time for ourselves. And 
when we are focusing on ourselves on self improvement then all other things are automatically aligned with that and it also depends on the different kind of purposes which we are having in the life and what we want to achieve and i am really happy that with the work which you are doing it's really wonderful thank you i appreciate that i appreciate it we're one thing about us is we're not trying to to work less a lot of people start businesses because they want time freedom and they're like oh, i'm going to do it for 10 years and i'll sell my business for us it's like i work harder now than i did 5 years ago i work more than i did 5 years ago and that's going to happen forever because that's what we're playing for we're playing for impact over the next 50 years not just you know the number of listens today or the number of dollars today so i'm also very blessed because i love it that's i started this i did not plan on making money that was not the goal uh my my goal was impact first and everything else is very much a an extra benefit that's really wonderful and awesome because it shows that you really love what you are doing mm-hmm. and it shows that you care for the people out there too yeah Because 100% maybe it is somewhere you have been going through this path which maybe you have not faced it and you realize the importance of that now you're serving this thing is it like yeah. that yeah it's i'm very protective of our community because i see a lot of um there's a lot of trauma in our community a lot of our community is is female or humans that identify as female and they've been they've been hurt by a lot of toxic masculinity they've been hurt by a lot of men in their lives many times and i take that as a personal responsibility not to be that that's one of the things that drives me is i just want to be a good man i want to be a good man first and then everything else on top of that but it it comes from the foundation of i just want to be a good human being first and i believe everything else is more impacted because that's my ultimate intention yeah wow that's that's marvelous yeah and i i i am really happy to know your intentions and your purpose that that's amazing so now Thank before you. we move on towards the outro questions part i am having the last question so what's your biggest fear <laughs> um my i mean hands down my biggest fear is failure i have always been afraid of failing i've always been afraid of not being good enough not being smart enough not knowing what to say Yeah, my biggest fear are none is failure. Sharks are a close second and then heights are a very very close third. So those are my those are my top 3 I would say. Okay, okay, but but you are uh, you are having a really great success at the moment and as I say success is a journey it's not a destiny. Mm-hmm. So I wish you all the best for your future successful endeavors too. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So now moving towards the outro questions the very first question for you is what inspires you most I would say getting the opportunity to see somebody at the beginning of their journey and then seeing them a day a month a year you know 5 years into their journey and seeing how much they've changed and then seeing how much their environment has changed that inspires me so much because you can actually see the impact you're having in somebody's life and you can see the way somebody is thinking differently that that inspires me so much it's 
it's amazing because I think it's hard for us to recognize growth in ourselves at times, but it, it can be easy to see in other people when you're looking for it. So I would say that's something that inspires me so very much. Wow, that's that's amazing. And that shows that you are such a kind-hearted human being too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> true, true. So going to the next question is, what are you most grateful for in your life until now? What am I most grateful for? I got married two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago. And I was actually in Colorado. You're wearing a, a Colorado shirt. So I was in Colorado getting married. Uh, I am grateful for my incredible wife who has been just so supportive throughout this entire journey and is someone who I know I can grow with. I know we can talk about hard things and I know if we want this to work, it will work forever as long as we're willing to put in the work. So I'm grateful for my amazing wife and all of her support that she's given me over the last three and a half years. Amazing. Congratulations, first of all. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Chapter of the life. <laughs> I appreciate it. Now going to the last question is, which is the single best piece of advice you have ever received in your life until now? Oh, that's a great question. The biggest piece of advice. I would say, and I don't know where I got this, but at the end of the day, it's it's really up to you. There, there's going to be circumstances that happen. You're going to have bad luck. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have things that go wrong. You're going to have tragedies happen. But the only thing you can truly control in your life is yourself. And that's an empowering. I know it can be sad and it can be hard to hear, but I think that's empowering. And you realize if you can just stay in control of you, you have a much higher likelihood of being whatever successful means to you. Yeah, that's what I would say. That's very true. I think I am totally on the same page mm. because we can't control anything else. At least we have something which is ourself in the hand. Yeah. Really true. That's really true. So uh, thanks a lot for being here and thanks a lot for your time. Before we sign off for today, can you please tell our audience how and where they can reach out to you? Yes. Thank you so much for your time and the great questions. I appreciate it. I would say the, the best place is just to listen to the podcast. Um, our goal, again, is is giving as much value away as humanly possible. So seven episodes a week. We're Next Level University. We're on all the major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And then if you want to chat, you have any questions about anything, uh, I am happy to answer them in my DMs. I love Instagram. That's my favorite place for social media. And I am at NeverQuitKid on Instagram. So send me a message and I will get back to you. And to the listeners out there, you can directly get in touch with Kevin and all the handles are available below in the description of this episode. So directly go over there and get in touch with him. Thanks a lot for everybody out there for listening to this episode. And until next time, I wish you all the best. Ciao, choose and goodbye.